Welcome to the Inspirational Tales podcast. We all experience hardships and obstacles in our lives, but it is how we choose to respond to these events that can shape our present and future years. When my guests on this podcast experience the most challenging times of their lives, they use these hardships to learn, grow and better themselves. And as a result, they are now thriving in life. Their stories are ones of resilience, strength and overcoming adversity. So sit back and join me as we celebrate them turning their challenges into triumphs. Hi everybody and welcome to the first episode of my podcast. My name's Jessica and today I'm going to be joined by my fabulous mum Maggie who'll be interviewing me today a bit about my story and also about why I decided to start this podcast. Hi everyone, this is Maggie. Thanks for having me on your show today. Can you start off by telling your listeners a bit about yourself? So I thought the first story should probably be about me and because some of you probably don't know my story but about eight years ago now I became chronically ill after living what I guess you'd call a relatively healthy normal life never expecting that anything would actually happen to me and then so since then it's been a bit of a battle to try and get through and that I guess was a bit of an inspiration behind why I decided to do this podcast in the first place. So why did you start this podcast? Was the idea, what was the idea behind it? So over the years that I've been unwell, multiple people have said to me that they thought that I should write a book or I should be a motivational speaker. And I've always said, no, 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 that I don't want to do that. I don't want to keep rehashing all the bad things that have happened. And I want to you know, get better and move forward in life. But I've been thinking about it recently and I thought there must be a reason why people have been saying that to me and there must be a reason why people want to hear stories of people who've overcome adversity and I guess stories that could inspire people and a lot of the guests on my podcast have been through some terrible times and have come out the other end or are still going through them but I think the way people deal with the situations that they've been faced with can really help a lot of us learn and it can inspire people to change and to do better things in their lives and if I can help one person with this podcast then I think that's what I want to do. That's great so tell your listeners a bit about what you were like before you became ill. So before I was sick I was a go-getter. I'm a type A personality, did everything 110%, never did anything less than that. I was go go go, I was never at home, I was studying, I was working and I was out all the time. I always was always happiest when I was around other people and, and busy. So you never stopped to smell the roses, so to speak? No, definitely not. And I was really, I was a stress head. Like I stressed a lot and I always thought that, you know, that was a good thing and I now know a lot better. But yeah, I mean, I achieved pretty much everything that I set out to achieve because I put my mind, when I put my mind to something, I did it and I did it, like I said, 110%. So you're a bit of a perfectionist oh yeah I definitely was which put I guess a bit of extra pressure on myself because of that can you give us a bit of an explanation what you've been through over the past eight years so I was studying I was studying a master's in speech pathology when I became unwell I pretty much woke up one day and I couldn't get out of bed couldn't stand up I was dizzy I remember thinking what is going on and it's from there everything just kind of went downhill very quickly. At my worst I was pretty much bed bound. I had a wheelchair to get me to and from bed. 
simple thing as having a shower became a big event where it would knock me out for hours and I had to have this even with a seat in the shower that I sat on so the complete exhaustion and multiple other things like I became very ill with stomach issues I developed a bladder condition I had lots of pain um, nerve pain severe headaches couldn't be around light and then over time so I couldn't sit up I developed a uh, what they call orthostatic intolerance where every time I was in an upright position the blood would just pull at my feet and so that created a whole heap of other symptoms related to my brain because the blood flow wasn't working properly and then when that started to ease off I developed severe severe chemical sensitivities so I was basically the girl in the bubble locked inside the four walls of my house trying to survive and there were so many times when I didn't think I was going to make it through with how severely sick I was yeah that's a bit of an explanation I did see multiple health professionals over the years and pretty much no one could help me no one knew what was wrong with me I was told I was crazy was all in my head because they couldn't work out what was going on and I have since move to natural type therapies which I think suit me a bit better with my situation and I've had to I've learned that over the years that I had to take complete control of my own health and work out what was going to be best for me and what was the best way forward for me because basically the medical professionals just didn't know and and weren't helping so yeah it's a bit of an explanation <laughs> when you say the doctor said it was all in your head did they suggest you see a mental health professional yeah, so it's happened over and over again where if nothing showed up on the test results or they couldn't work out exactly what was happening, it was basically told that you're depressed or you need mental health help. And I'm not downgrading mental health conditions at all. I know that they're, they're a big problem and that people do need help. But for me, I knew wholeheartedly that that wasn't my issue. And I knew that I wasn't depressed and I wasn't anxious and it wasn't all in my head as they were telling me but I did have so many different doctors and health professionals say some very degrading things to me and terrible things really that should not be said to anybody. Was that because they didn't know what was wrong with you physically so they basically just dismissed you? Yeah yeah, 100% perfect way of saying it (laughs) mum. So were you diagnosed with anything in particular or did you just try to work through each symptom one at a time? Yeah, I've got a whole list of diagnoses. But I believe in a more, for me, a more holistic approach is, is what has worked better for me than looking at specific symptoms or specific organs because the whole body's connected and helping one thing doesn't necessarily fix everything, so... Yeah, looking at the body as a whole and the way I can help myself as a whole has been a better approach for me. Not that it will be for anyone else. None of this is medical advice. I'm not a medical professional, but yeah, that is what's been better for me. So what have you learned from this experience that you've just spoken about? Has it given you more ammunition to take control of your own health? Yeah, definitely. I think one of the first doctors that actually treated me, you reminded me the other day, mum, that actually said that one at one of my first appointments that you need to take control of your own health and direct your own health. And I learnt 
fairly quickly that I needed to do that like I needed to work out what was going to be best for me and just because someone told me that this may be the problem or whatever doesn't didn't mean that it was going to be the right thing for me and I've done had to do a lot of research I've had to look into a lot of things and, and work out what's best for me and and that's what has helped me the most but I've learned so much so much like I've gone from being crazy stress head and never stopping to actually appreciating life and actually appreciating the little things in life, like the little things that I never even noticed before or appreciated really. Like to me, the best thing I, I love doing just sitting outside and getting fresh air and, you know, fresh air it was always like, well, why, why would you just sit outside and get fresh air? But for me, it's so enjoyable now to sit outside and watch the birds flying around <laughs> You know, little things like doing things that you enjoy, spending time with your family and friends, just enjoying things in life, little things, because you never know what's going to happen. But I think that, you know, I always took things for granted, but I never thought anything would happen. And I guess, you know, most people don't. Why would you? But you never know what's going to happen tomorrow or in an hour's time. So you need to appreciate what you've got now. I've also learnt, I think you learn very quickly when you become ill, who the people who are going to be there for you are and who are going to support you. And I think it's really important that they're the people that you spend time with and that you surround yourself with and not the ones, people that are going to pull you down. And again, that's something I don't think I fully appreciated before I got sick was how other people can really affect your life in a good way or in a bad way, I guess, too. There have been some people that have really, really helped me, like you, mum and dad. (laughs) I don't know what I'd do without you guys. But also along the way, I think when people treat you really well and actually show that they care and want to support and help you, it's quite heartwarming, especially when they seem to be few and far between sometimes. And there have been some people along the way, like I'll give an example just of one person. And mum, I think you can attest to this too because you were there through most of this, that a few years ago... So when I, when I became unwell, for some reason, I couldn't wear my glasses anymore. Like I wear prescription glasses for reading and computer work and all of that. And when I became unwell, I, every time I put the glasses on, I became like a space cadet for some reason, like dizzy and, and spaced out and couldn't wear them. And I remember going to the optometrist and they were like, no, no, it's the right prescription. And so I just stopped wearing my glasses. And for years, I stopped wearing them. And when you're unwell and you're stuck in the house and can't do anything, if you can't use a computer and you can't read, then it really limits what you can do. And so after a few years of that, I decided, no, I'm going to go back and I'm going to work this out so I can wear my glasses and went back to the optometrist and we happened to come across this absolutely lovely man who worked there, who did everything in his power to help me to be able to wear my glasses. And I was still in the same situation where they were still making me spaced out. With a correct prescription, everything, they were still not working for me. But the number of times I went back and forth to this place, changed the prescription, changed the lenses, changed the frames. And I, you know, I don't give up. I'm someone who just keeps trying and trying. And I actually gave up because every time I tried these on, they'd make me sick and then I'd have to recover and I just went, you know what, I just, I can't wear them. I've just got to wait till I get a bit better. But this guy, I remember saying, no, we're going to try one more thing. And he, he came up with these 
lenses that were apparently new on the market that were made for wraparound sports glasses. And he said, these have a slightly different way that the script is showed shown on the lens. It's got less distortion, so these might be a better option for you. And sure enough, I was able to wear them. Do you remember that he actually gave them to you to trial for free? Yeah, I do. I think by the end he stopped charging us for anything. The number of lenses we tried, the number of frames, we ended up having to, we ended up working out that the frames were also an issue and that I needed a particular type of frame with these particular lenses that were adjusted in a certain way. But he ended up working it out. And this guy, like the fact that now I can wear my glasses and I have been for quite a while now, I can do this podcast, I can read, I can use a computer. Like it's opened up so much, so many things in my life that I can now do that I couldn't before. And just that act of kindness of what he did to try to help me has made such a big difference in my life. And I think we really, we, de- we don't appreciate that a lot. And we don't realize that our acts, small acts of kindness can really change someone's life. And it can, I guess it works the other way around too. Like it can really affect someone's life in a negative way. But yeah, if this story just tells you one thing, if you could do something kind for someone, then, you know, you might just change someone's life. But it doesn't cost you anything. Well, maybe it did for him because he didn't charge us for some of the stuff. But yeah, I'm super appreciative of that. Appreciative of that. And that was just one example of, um, of you know, many things. Like I've got this. I've got quite a few people around me, professionals now, who are very supportive and who help me. Um, but it's taken a while to get to that spot. We weed through a whole heap of other ones that didn't do that and made made me cry and made me worse and sicker. And but. That's a story for another day. <laughs> so, okay, if you could go back in time, what advice would you give your younger self? To just appreciate things around you and not take anything for granted. Because like I said, you never know what's going to happen. But I don't know. I think that that's something that going through adversity really helps you with. Like it makes you stop. It forces you to stop and reevaluate your life and reevaluate what you're doing. And... For me, I don't know if I hadn't been sick, I don't know if I ever would have done that because I was full steam ahead with everything in life and it forced me to stop and it forced me to yeah, reevaluate and realize and work out what is actually important in life. And that's something that I am appreciative of and I don't like I said I don't think that would have happened otherwise. And I've changed so much, I've learned so much along the way. You know, I never chose to be sick. I never wanted to be sick. I wouldn't wish what I've been through on anybody. But it does change you. And in a good way. I'm a much better person now than I was. And more well, well-rounded now than I was before I became unwell. And yeah, I, I think patience for me is a big one. They have a bit of patience and don't be... I think these days we expect everything to be instant and happen to us so quickly. Everything we want, but... I've had to learn, especially with everything I've done, to has to be in very gradual, slow process. And it's taught me to really slow down and do that. If you do one thing that a tiny bit each day, persistently, it's amazing how much you can actually achieve if you're persistent and consist, consistent with what you do. You're obviously not wishing any illness on anyone, but you wish you could have told yourself to be more patient and slow down, basically. Yeah, not so much slow down, but you don't need to stress so much in life. You don't 
know, it doesn't help you at all, I don't think, stress. But And I think just appreciate things. Do the things that you enjoy doing. I think that's important. I remember very clearly when I first became unwell and I saw a neurologist at the time. And the neurologist said to me, he told me to defer my uni placement. I had to defer my final uni placement twice because I was too unwell. But he told me to defer my placement and take some time to relax. And I remember thinking, relax. I remember so clearly thinking, relax. What a waste of time, relax. Relax, I can't, you know, if I relax, I'm wasting time. I'm not doing anything. And I didn't appreciate the that you do need to relax. You do need time for yourself. You do need time to recharge. You do need time when you're not stressed out for your body to heal and recover and stay healthy. And I, I think very differently about that now. <laughs> But it was it's almost funny looking back and thinking about the way my my mindset was back then. So you still have a bit of a journey to go to being 100% healthy again. By continuing to do what you are doing, you will keep getting healthier and healthier. I hope so. <laughs> it's definitely a work in progress. And I think everything is. Mum always tells me that you always tell me, Mum, I'm stubborn. <laughs> I always thought that was such a negative word. Don't call me stubborn, but... It has, you know, being stubborn has actually helped me in this situation because I'm persistent. I don't give up. You know, I, I accepted after about a year, I accepted that, you know, I was unwell. I think it took me a little while to accept that, but I've never accepted that I was going to be unwell for the rest of my life. So it was like accepting that this is what my situation is like now, but doing everything in my power to change it to how I want it to be uh, for the future. And just don't give up. <laughs> don't give up hope. That's a big one. I think if you lose hope, then everything seems a lot worse. Is there anything else you want to share with your listeners before we wrap up? Just that I've got a lot of interest, really interesting and inspiring guests coming up who've been through a lot of different situations. And I think you'll be really interested in hearing their stories. And they can really, uh, we can learn a lot from what people have, people's stories, what they've been through what they've learned you know a lot of these people have been through terrible situations but they've come out the other side better than they were before and I think it's so inspiring to hear their stories so yeah keep an eye out for the the coming episodes fantastic looking forward to it so where can your listeners find out more information about the podcast all the information will be in the show notes at the bottom of this episode check out our website follow us on social media to find out everything that's happening okay and how can we all support your podcast so if you share the podcast with your family and friends so that we can reach more people you could also i'd also really appreciate if you could hit five stars and leave us a review and yeah follow us and just continue to listen to the episodes good looking forward to it all sounds great thank you for joining me for the first episode of my podcast If you haven't already, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of our future episodes and I will see you next time.